We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. KC Laboratory, sponsored by Emprise Bank. It's a live edition of the KC Laboratory, presented by Emprise Bank. When was the last time you went into a bank? Now, more than ever, who you're doing business with is more important than where they're located. Emprise Bank is a trusted business partner that can serve anyone, anywhere. They're serving the KCSN Draft Guide. They're serving all kinds of people in Kansas City. They should serve you, too. They're our partner impossible. Uh, they're absolutely wonderful. Mem- Emprise Bank member FDIC. I am joined by my two beautiful pals. Uh, first, find them on Twitter at Maddie underscore KCSN. Matthew Lane. Hello. How are we? What's up? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I, I like that you have this brand new fabulous <laughs> backdrop and room that you were a studio that you were podcasting from and the energy it brought to you to come in hot at the top of this show buddy i enjoyed it i found out about this about 15 minutes ago okay i walked in and i made this audible high-pitched squeal type thing my wife and my son came running in because my wife surprised me with all of this today she did this and it's incredible and i'm so hyped like i i'm giddy i'm giddy to see craig stout too find him on twitter barley hop i stole the, i stole the transition from maddie what's up hey how's it going everybody <laughs> uh, whoo yeah been a day kent the backdrop looks wonderful buddy absolutely wonderful i love Thanks, it man. love you guys hey let's talk some football let's talk some football uh we should probably uh wish everybody a happy uh draft kings day uh, because the wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas. 
just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, to celebrate DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Thursday, uh, Thursday night's here. Want more action for opening night kickoff? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven and you win. Bet on any pro football team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. That's a phenomenal deal. Uh, Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. 21-plus, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets, one early win token issued at opt-in, money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Uh, it is... I, I'm hyped. I, I, I'm watching games right now. I, I, I have some, you know, some some free bets to, to you know, to, to be monitoring here. So I've actually got it here on the side. All right. It is time to talk about the practice squad for the Kansas City Chiefs because since we've last discussed that, or dust- we can audible and talk about the SEC leading defense, Missouri Tigers, already forcing three turnovers. If the season ended right now, they would be the best defense in the SEC. Take that, Bama! Wow, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Also, uh, one quick hot take: Luther Burden is incredible. <laughs> like the 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 Missouri offense. At, in at large has been awful in this game, but they should just give Luther Burden the ball. Even plays that like don't get executed well, that they just give the ball to Luther Burden. He's making things happen. They should just they should just do more of that. Uh no, let's talk about the practice squad, Matthew. We've had uh you know some key additions back onto the practice squad for the Chiefs. Um, let's just pull that up really quick because it's a long list because there are 16 spots now. Um, Good. I know, right? I love I actually I love the expansion of the practice squad. I genuinely do. I think it's great for the I, game of football for draft takes. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, you know, we, they got a fifth round pick on the um I I think I, I think it's just great, especially you we'll we'll list some of these guys here uh in a minute. But Jerry and Ely back, Jack Conkern, the linebacker out of South Dakota State, Azir Kamara, uh, the edge, Mike Caliendo, the offensive lineman, Nazi Johnson, Cornell Powell, Zane Anderson, Cole Christensen's a new addition, uh, Chris Oladukun, Oladukun, uh, what a, yes, uh, he is, he's there as well. Uh, he's the quarterback out of South Dakota State. He's a rookie. Kendall Blayton, Darius Fountain, Jordan Franks, Elijah Lee, Taylor Stallworth, Danny Shelton, Austin Ryder. That is your practice squad. Uh, there's some guys with a lot of veteran experience. Let's start with the veterans. I anticipate we see a few of these uh, veterans on the on the field pretty quickly for the Chiefs. I guess we start with kind of like the elephant in the room, and that's Elijah Lee, right? Like saying very specifically, hey, don't get rid of your 44 jerseys. I'll see you week one, so on and so forth. I believe it was reported 
from somebody. I can't remember who, so I don't want to place blame at someone's feet in case this isn't correct. But I believe I did see that it was expected that if or when Blake Bell does go to the injured reserve, Elijah Lee is the guy they plan on bringing back to the roster. It would also make sense, seeming their linebacker room is a little thin right now for any NFL roster, especially one that prioritizes special teams and doesn't run a 3-4 where you can use edge players in the same kind of role. So he makes the most sense. Like I think it's going to catch a lot of people off guard that Elijah Lee was on the practice squad. They're going to be wondering how this happened. Why did this happen? I think it's temporary. I don't know why they decided him over maybe somebody else that they could have done, but he was the guy they chose. He is going to be able to come back. He didn't go through the waivers protocol. He was able to go directly to the their practice squad if they wanted to. He was a free agent because he's a vested veteran. He's there. I don't anticipate him being there for long. If he is, if by some chance Blake Bell has to miss zero time, if he doesn't go to IR, the new practice squad rules do allow the Chiefs to activate him, to bring him up to the active roster for game day. I forget how many times, but essentially, is it unlimited? Is it like five? It's something. It's like two. Is it only two? I I thought it was more. They have to be elevated to the the active roster after that, I believe. Okay. So they can't bring them up and you can do it essentially every week. I guess if you cycle players every two games, so he is going to be active on game days. It's just a matter of, is it going to come from the practice squad or will they call him up eventually? I think that's just probably the biggest name that I saw on, on the practice squad from the get go. Yeah. They kind of did with him what we thought that they might do with Austin Ryder. You know, we thought that they might, you know, kind of let him go because he's not going to go much anywhere. They they did that with Elijah Lee. Now, they also did it with Austin Ryder, who ends up back on the practice squad as well. So, I mean, they've got some veteran bodies there. This happened, uh, I think, a couple of years ago with the Green Bay Packers. They had a starting linebacker that they knew was basically going to make it back to their practice squad without any issue. And they actually cut him, wait for an IR move, and then he started week one. You know, it, it, it's a move. They know who's going to be sticking around and who's not. It does surprise me a little bit. I think we all thought that Elijah Lee was a lock for the 53 based on the fact that he was running with the ones for most of the preseason and most of camp. Now you're turning around. You're needing some more special teams bodies. I, he's certainly going to be on the active roster at some point. Maybe one of those where Blake Bell doesn't have to go on IR. They're just waiting for an injury. There tends to be some as we go along, you know, Best laid plans. It, it's it's a good problem for the front office to have to have to cut a guy to bring a guy like that up because it means that everybody stayed healthy. So I mean, you you look at it under that prism and under that lens. He's going to be a part of this team. Austin Ryder is going to be a part of this team. I, honestly, the only guy that didn't make it back to the practice squad. I mean, let's pour one out for Vitaly Gurman. Like ah. uh, man's not. I mean, he's, a he, he's kind of floating in the wind Listen. right now. They need to do him right, bring him back. We all we all know that, that he should be back, but you know, I I feel like it's a good practice squad. A lot of the guys that I'd hoped they'd retained, they did. So I, I mean, I'm I'm happy with it. We're, this is no Jalen Watson situation, but listen, we're close. We're close to marching for German. Okay, like this is German. Yeah, German's are guys. I hate to break it to you, Vitaly German's a Raider. I'm I'm aware, and I don't like it. Like we will oh, march to happen? Vegas. I we'll it. march to Vegas it. and bring him back. Yeah, we will carry him back if we have to. Right now, this Maddie, is, you and me. I I put in, I put out some feelers. I tried to see how many people I could get in the mob when I saw the German news because this is this is ludicrous. He's not on the Chiefs practice squad. I don't know what we're doing here. I can't. You're gonna have to. You know, you have to take this away for a couple minutes while I recover. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, the Elijah Lee situation. Like, I think it's like if I, I could see the Chiefs just 
kind of leveraging this situation. They have a good they have a good relationship with Elijah Lee. They say, hey, we're going to activate you the first two weeks of the season, then you're going to be a full time roster player. They're just working the way they're working the rules and not, kind of just working the working the system a little bit to give themselves some additional flexibility. If they think that Blake Bell can come back in two weeks. This is this is your solution to do it. They've kind of given themselves a two week window and they've given themselves a four week window a little bit almost if, if you kind of look at it like that. So like that's what I like about the Elijah Lee situation. If you've got a player willing to do that, which I mean, Elijah Lee very obviously was by all means. I think, you know, you anticipate him, you know, playing in in a in a in some kind of capacity. Uh, both the, I would anticipate the first two weeks of the season and you kind of go from there. Um, I like the I like the veterans that this team put on the put on the roster. I think um, you know I, I, I they gave themselves like Danny Shelton. We talked about a little bit like you know hey he's the he's the the nose type. Austin Ryder's been here forever. Taylor Stallworth we were excited about it as a guy mm-hmm. that probably makes the roster and I mean he's he's on the practice squad. So um, you know they've given themselves some interesting guys. There's a couple new additions. Um, we'll start with Kendall Blanton because this is a guy that we've kind of talked a little bit about. Kendall Blanton's your Blake Bell insurance and is a guy that potentially could be an inline blocker for this team in Blake Bell's absence, Matthew. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming they brought him in for. You know, we obviously don't know the the final thing, like whatever the plan is. Maybe he's just a guy they stash in the practice squad for the entire year because they liked him coming out or they liked what they have seen from him when they got to watch him. Or there is a chance, like we just talked about, there's the ability to elevate a practice squad player. If Blake Bell is to miss time, maybe Blanton kind of gets that role. They don't need, ever need to put him on the 53-man roster. They can bring him up for games that they think they might be going with a little bit heavier personnel, that they might think that they're going to try to run the football a little bit more on, depending on the matchup. They have a short week that comes week two that comes right around. Maybe you want to get another body in there to help, I don't know, a veteran, like let's say the best offensive player you have, not named Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, give him a little bit more rest. There's ways they can use him. And then, yeah, he's a he's a quality blocker. I don't think he's had a lot of time in the league to showcase what he can or what he can't do, but six foot six, six foot five, six foot six, 260 pounds, big guy, a lot of mass. He can go line up in line, take care of some defensive ends, block a little bit better than Fortson or Noah Gray or even Travis Kelsey at this point. He fills a very specific role that this team is going to need. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he can catch onto the playbook pretty quick and get out there and be able to do that. And they obviously liked him. You know, they, they tried to claim him once already this offseason. I mean, that that made sense. We saw a lot of people, our our guy Zach Eisen, the guy that fells over at Arrowhead Live, live like every, a lot of people put two and two together once he got cut. You know, it's like <laughs> as a dude that could contribute to this roster, somebody that obviously Brett Veach and Andy Reid like and like the skill set. So, I mean, that's a good catch. I like all of that. Like, it, it, you're – was as <laughs> we're talking about two guys that they added they have four tight ends on the roster they add a fifth tight end to the practice squad they have three quarterbacks on the roster they <laughs> add a fourth quarterback on the roster and yet i look at both of those moves i'm like yeah no i actually get both of those like i, I really do so i mean it's good it's good I, i'm i'm excited to see him bring him along you know turn it into a little bit of a tight end factory for this team so i watch uh, that watch that phrase because they uh, i mean the eagles tried a quarterback factory and you know we true. saw that one speaking of eagles real quick my buddy uh michael kissed right here hanging out in the chat michael um nobody from ferrari is making the podium at zanford buddy sorry sorry <laughs> shout out michael kiss i miss you man <laughs> 
I think everybody from Ferrari is making the podium. They're going to control the whole podium because Pandering. you definitely have Pandering. multiple, multiple Dude. like three drivers per team, right, Craig? That's no. what we're talking. Yep, Maddie, oh, four, four drivers per team. Yeah, nailed it. Maddie totally knows exactly oh, yeah. what's going on right now. Like he's Sanderhorn. Just... That's exactly what I thought. Yep, Sanderhorn. Yep, that's where they're going. Uh, all right. So we kind of looked at the, we've looked at some of the veterans. I mean, I was going to go across the board. I want to know the, the project, the practice squad player you are most excited is still here in Kansas city. Uh, what you got, Maddie? Uh, hmm, this, I, I guess it's kind of tricky. I don't know. I'm going to go with Kendall Blanton. We just talked about him, but I oh. like bringing young guy. <laughs> Kendall Blanton's not young. Did you just tell oh, me no? Is it the Kent old thing or or? Did you what? just tell what? me no? <laughs> yeah, I did. Someone needed to. I, none of them. I, I the only one I'm excited about is Kendall Blanton. Okay, Kent, he's the Fine. only one. I like tight ends. I think tight ends are a fun position. I think getting another guy that can block is fun. But you know what? Since you told me no, I'll pick another guy just because Jerry on Ely offensive weapons slash wide receiver slash running back slash wide back or anything else. Again, fun guy here. You want me to pick another young guy? Can't here. Let me go and get food no, in here. No. Also, Nazi Johnson, tier one C-bat. He's a fun guy to have around. That's a good athlete. I like that he's sticking around. Hmm, what other young guys? Mike Caliendo? I thought he played pretty good. I like that he's around. Should I keep going, Kent? Are we no, I love it. Let's keep oh, going. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. <laughs> I need Jack Cochran takes for Maddie right now. He's better than Mike Rose, so they got that <laughs> going for him. Yeah, I, I like Mike Rose. I thought Cochran I played Mike better Rose. in the preseason. So I'm, I thought Cochran was good too, though. Like that's yeah. a that's a dude that you're perfectly happy keeping around the practice squad. If you need a special teamer, just throw that guy in. Zane Anderson's the same way. You know, you keep dudes like that around the practice squad to to you know, toss into special teams. Cochran's the one I was excited about. I think he is the guy that yeah, there's a special team ceiling to him. Thanks for your uh, points on him as well, Matthew. <laughs> Um, all right. So do you have any, do you have any outside? Do you have any, do you want to talk about Craig? Um, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I no, like Maddie, Maddie, Maddie took him off. I was yeah, happy. Maddie you got any young guys? Do you want to talk about the old guys then, Craig? You can no. talk about any old guys. Kent will let you do that, I guess. <laughs> no, I like, I like the Nazi Johnson move for all the reasons that we've been talking about him all along. Like I, I like the traits. You see some of it show up. He's clearly still learning the system, learning the game. It's understandable. It's a big step up for him, but I think he plays it the right way. I think he he's very fearless when he's coming downhill. He's very fearless trying to tackle guys, just reading some routes out and things like that. Switch back to corner, you know. It, it, it there's a lot of moves that happen this offseason for him. Clearly banking on athleticism. I'm glad that he gets to stick around. That was a swing that I like the Chiefs taking. That I mean, he's a guy that I I, I think that we may have been more hyped about if he would have been a UDFA, if that makes sense. But because yeah. he was a draft pick, everybody kind of looked at it and went, well, he's a seventh round pick. Chiefs had those extra picks. Clearly, we're getting ahead of a UDFA. If he makes this practice squad as UDFA, we're we're crazy excited about what Nazi Johnson has for the future. So I still am because he was a guy that has all these traits, has a future in this league. Just get, give him a year to get integrated. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad they're getting a chance to keep him around. I really am. I like him a lot um, just as a developmental project. That's the exact kind of guy that you want on your practice squad. I mean, that's that's the kind of dude that you want to give a swing at, uh, especially, you know, since, you know, some of the athletic testing stuff that Craig's done to research, you know, kind of kind of build the profile of guys that hit 
Uh, Nazi Johnson has a chance because of his athletic profile. Uh, we're going to predict uh, our play. Our- I wanted to answer one question. I want to answer a question, Kent. You can roll your eyes at the chat, buddy. All right, so Grayson Jasper had asked, you know, Maddie, were you surprised that DiCaprio Boodle didn't make the practice squad? And I, a little bit, I think, because of the role he played for the team last year, he made the practice squad last year. They liked him enough to bring him back and give him second team reps along the team. He had played special teams the first two years. He just seemed like a very much a guy that the Chiefs would hold on to for their practice squad for as long as they possibly could. And as far as I know, he wasn't signed to another practice squad. He's, so, he's out there right now. So was did the Chiefs not offer it? Is he trying to get away from Kansas City because he doesn't see a path to making the roster? Or did they not want him back? I don't know. But I will say, I do think it was it was a little surprising to see a guy that had a role on the team last year in some capacity and very clearly was playing a vital depth role this year and the only guy doing it not even get the practice squad signing like that that does set me back a little bit it makes me wonder if he decided that he doesn't want to be sitting around on a practice squad anymore he mm. he's the anti jimmy garoppolo he was getting all the reps and then he didn't make the squad and didn't make the practice squad <laughs> jimmy garoppolo was distanced from the team and then signs a restructure and now he's with the team it, it, the anti jimmy keep him far away can we Whoa, move Missouri on fans are Missouri fans are living high right now with the Luther Burton <laughs> touchdown. Oh, Luther Funny. Burton got Luther Burton's good. He's really he good. looks really good. It's he looks time, like the, he looks good. He looks like the best player on the field already. Um, he looks like he belongs in an SEC great team. Wild. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let us talk about our pre or our, uh, our our season predictions. It's time, so we're gonna kind of predict our playoff teams this week. That's what we're looking at, and we're gonna go AFC and NFC. <clears throat> NFC, sorry, we're gonna hit both of them up. We'll start with the AFC. Who is the divisional winner for you in the AFC East, Matthew? The AFC East, from last place to first place, is the Jets, the Patriots. The Dolphins and the Bills. Wow, I'm stunned. So you got you got the Bills, uh, Craig. Do you have the Bills? Of course, I have the Bills. I mean, they're they're the second best team in the AFC. So yeah, they're definitely running away with this division. Do we think the Dolphins challenge them at all, or the Patriots? I guess. Do Listen, we think I I think the Dolphins them? are going to be a little saltier than than maybe some of us Chiefs fans think. Like because we, you know, all the I don't know former wide Tyreek's Tyreek's got enough salt for all of them. Listen, so it, I mean, that's you know they're still going to be good. They got a lot of weapons. 
I, I think that defense, even you know the way the way that the organizational structure and everything has changed, I still think that they're going to be good. I think they're going to be good enough. And obviously, you know, I just I, I think the Patriots taking a step back with not having a true play caller, and then the Jets are the Jets. So I mean, <laughs> I think the Dolphins are a clear second in that. I just think that the Bills are head and shoulders above every team in that division. Okay, so I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with the I'm with you on the Bills. Patriots, I think we're going to enjoy watching that offense this year. And by enjoy, I mean because it's going to be a colossal dumpster fire. I am just so excited to see what Matt Patricia can do on the off- offensive side of the ball. You sure I am- it's not Joe Judge? You positive it's not Joe Judge? I, it, maybe it is Joe Judge. I don't know. It's like, I mean, I know, I, I know uh, uh, Patricia's supposedly like the head offensive analyst. It's amazing. It's this is like Great. two dumpster fires managing the offensive side of the ball. You have a second year quarterback, and that's what you're going to strut out there. It's, a, it's Bill's I'm, just tanking. Bill's tanking for CJ. Maybe, maybe that maybe he is. He finally get a quarterback. AFC North. This is going to be an interesting one a little bit. I think. Who do you have winning the AFC North, Maddie? Well, last place is the Browns because no. Um, second to last place is the Steelers. Then we are going to go with the Bengals and the Ravens take the division. Now that they return to some level of health, the Bengals return to reality and don't win every close game or every 50, 50 game that has ever come around in the history of the world. So, you know, I think it's, I think they definitely step back this year. And I think the Ravens are due to bounce back to their norm. I, I think that, uh, I think the Bengals are going to play overall better games. I, I, I think that they, they've made some significant improvements to their roster. I really like the offseason they had. I really do. But yeah, like Maddie said, they they had so many balls bounce their way last season. So many of them. And then yeah, I'm I'm with Maddie from top to bottom on there. The Ravens are the opposite of that. They had so many things not go their way at all. So many injuries, just an awful time all around. I got questions about that defense without Wink, but I do think that they're going to step up. We listen. That team is good. I know we can say what we want to say about Lamar, but that team is good. They're a really good football team. I mean, honestly, I have questions about their run game too, though. Like, I don't know if they're going to be as good as they normally are. Their running backs are all hurt. I mean, even J.K. Dobbins is limping around. I don't know if I trust the offensive line. Like, Without I got Wink, Kenyon Drake with, kicking around now, supposedly <laughs> taking visits. I just, I just been without Wink on the defensive side, and without maybe a run game you can always lean on. You know, I, there's questions there too. It's like I would understand mm-hmm. anybody that's hesitant about the Ravens, and I still am. I, I don't think this division is going to have a 12 win team this year. So I agree. That's for later. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parity. That's why I kind of said it's going to be an interesting division. This is one of the you know tighter races I think you're going to see, and. Um, I, two teams that are definitely, I think, a tier above the Ravens and Bengals. I'm fading the Bengals. I don't believe them. I still can't believe that they got to the Super We're Bowl last year. We're a bunch of year. haters. I a yeah, I am. We're just and a bunch of haters. <laughs> the vitriol will arise uh, when the time comes for the you know for the Chiefs to play the Bengals, and I am not afraid to talk about the evisceration uh, the bit that Patrick Mahomes is going to put on those jumps. AFC South. We'll save the AFC West for last, of course, but we're going to save the, we're going to do the AFC South. Another, I I think kind of interesting one too, if I'm being honest. Who cares? They don't (laughs) matter. Like, no, no, it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. The Texans are last. Um, 
the Jaguars next and the Titans. I, th- I feel like the Titans are about to fall off a cliff, actually. So give me the Titans actually second to last, then the Jaguars, and then the Colts win by default yet again. Man, I let's I've waffled back and forth on this. I'm going Jags. I'm gonna go Jags. What? I'm going Jags. Listen, I have belief in Dougie P getting the most out of Trevor Lawrence. I don't care that they got 14 slot receivers, including their tight end. I don't care. Linebackers. I don't care that they don't have any linebackers. They got guys that can rush the passer a little bit. And they got Trevor Lawrence. And this division sucks. So (laughs) I somebody's got to come out of it. And I it's gonna be a hell of a lot more fun to root for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year to win this division than it is any other team in this division. I hope the Texans go 0-17, and I hope the Jaguars win it all. Craig, I think you should go run to DraftKings, take one of your free bets, and put it on Doug Peterson for Coach of the Year. Because I mean, if, he, okay. if he wins if the, the if AFC... Jacksonville well, Jaguars win the division... Are, are we talking about year. anything other than coach of the year for Doug no, Peterson? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Go. If, 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 if you, it comes out at six wins, if you feel that, <laughs> that's still like a, like a four win improvement on the Jags last year. Right. Uh, I, uh, I'm taking the Colts. I took the Colts last year. I got eviscerated on here when I took the Colts to win the division last year, you guys dunked on me. It didn't happen, but it was a lot closer than y'all thought. I do. I think the Titans are falling off the off a cliff this year. I really do. I, I, I don't buy it. I don't. I, you know, you can't be propped up by you know. You, Tannehill can only be propped up so long, and I think this is a year that everything kind of falls off the rails. Um, AFC West it's hatred for any team that's ever beaten the Chiefs cracks me up. Any team that's ever beaten the Chiefs is about to fall off the cliff. I didn't say the Bengals were going to fall off the cliff, but I do think Mahomes is going <laughs> to bop them. AFC West should be very interesting, right, Matthew? Uh, no, nah, Broncos dead last, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. <laughs> Done. No, no further explanation there because we covered all those I mean, teams in the season this, preview. Yeah, this is something that we've talked about like 800 times, but I think it's still the Chiefs to, to lose. Um. I think the Chargers, like every year, are going to give a valiant effort. It'll probably be close down the stretch. Maybe, maybe. Maybe Justin Herbert really is that guy and he gets down the stretch and he makes the plays to win this time rather than Mahomes doing it and winning in the overtime game. And that kind of changed the trajectory of the way they were looking. The Chargers missed the playoffs. I would expect the Chargers to make the playoffs. I actually think the Raiders could also make the playoffs again, too, or technically the Broncos. This division could easily have three playoff teams again. Again, very, very possible. I just think right now the Chiefs still have the best player and the best coach in the division. I'm going to rely on that until it proves that it doesn't work. I think the Broncos are a comfortable last place, though. I don't trust Russell Wilson for a full season. Just don't, especially now that he got paid again. That guy has way too much control over nothing. And again, like we talked about, losing Tim Patrick is a big deal for that team. It's a big mm-hmm. deal. I, I think that that's going to that's gonna resonate. They're going to have a run game, but they, they need a little bit more out there. I mean, I, I want to go with Maddie here, with Chalk. I mean, you look at the Chargers. That roster is really good, arguably the best on paper in the league. Like, you look at it top to bottom, which is why it doesn't really pay me all that much to put them third with the Raiders over them again. Again, that's right. The same thing that happened last year where the Chargers had a ridiculously good roster on paper and Justin Herbert on a rookie deal, and yet somehow they managed to still fall off. So I'm I'm predicting it again. This team is snake bit 
right now and they continue to be snake bits so for the same reasons that i'm picking the chiefs to win the division i'm picking the chargers to not take second because mm-hmm. I, they just they find ways throughout all of this they've always found ways and so until i see differently i'm just i'm, I'm not going to pick them to have the kind of success that they should i'll see it when i believe it am i right yeah. uh yeah give me the chiefs duh uh three wild card teams i want your three wild card teams matthew go I, I just I did want to ask real quick. Do we think the Raiders' offensive line is good enough to make the playoffs? Like, that's oh a, no, no, it's definitely a, not. I just think that this division is going to take so many games off of each other. Like, I, yeah. just like last year, there is just so competitive. Other than the Broncos, so competitive that that you're just going to have these teams taking games off of each other. And the Raiders slipped in. Like, we didn't think that the Raiders were going to be a playoff playoff team last year, and they slid in. So, I, yeah. All right, um, three playoff teams: Chargers, Bengals. Raiders, I think, even with the offensive line, the Raiders make it in. Wow. I don't have the Dolphins. I asked you guys at the top of the Dolphins. I just want to say why. It's a first, a lot of first-time coaches going on over there. There mm-hmm. is no experience in that coaching staff. The thing that made that team so salty in the past was their defense and Flores, and that's not there. And now they're having some cornerback injuries. I don't know if I'm ready to say Mike McDaniel is going to help Tua lead that team to the playoffs right now. So I have them just on the outside. I think that's probably the big surprise right now. Um. I'm I'm actually gonna because of the way I predicted it. I'm gonna have the Chargers falling out again and the Dolphins in. I, I I just think that they're gonna they're gonna slip past there, and it's entirely based on the Chargers seemingly find a way to finding a way to be ineffective. Chargers, Bengals. I'm going with the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. I I, I just there's too much talent in that in that on that team. Both sides of the ball. I think there's plenty of talent. Um, explosive. You know, and and Mike McDaniel's a good offensive mind. Like I think I really do. I do think that he's a bright offensive mind, and he's got a lot at his disposal. I like the backs even that they've involved. You know, because like with Kyle Shanahan offenses, you know they they throw a lot of you know nobodies in in, in the backfield. But like I really like the 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 weapons that they have around to to protect him a little bit. And Mike McDaniel knows how to work with a limited quarterback to maximize an offense. I really like the Dolphins. Super Bowl picks. Who is going to the Super Bowl in the AFC? The Kansas City Chiefs are beating the Buffalo Bills in the championship game yet again. Man, it's going to be great. Patrick Mahomes is going to lead a, an 11-second uh, comeback <laughs> in, in the fourth quarter of that one. Yeah, I, I got Chiefs versus Bills in the AFC championship what? game. And, of course, I've, I've got the Chiefs doing it. I have it in Buffalo, by the way. I have the Chiefs going to Ooh, Buffalo to win that game. Nah, the Chiefs, Chiefs have hosted four in a row. They're hosting five. The, the it's the Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs. It's the Arrowhead Invitational, man. Hey, it's something. It's gotta happen. Uh, the Chiefs are plus five fifty to win the AFC on DraftKings, by the way. So that could uh, be something worth uh, looking at there. NFC time. Uh, let's look at the NFC East. Who you have winning it, Maddie? All right. So uh, the Washington Football Team. In last, New York Giants, second to last, Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles coming in on top. Hopefully, Kist is still around to appreciate the love being shout out for his Eagles there. But realistically, <laughs> I think they've built a good team. Like, if Jalen Hurts is even somewhat of that guy, if he is even just 50% of that guy, this team easily gets back to the playoffs. They're definitely a better roster than they, I think they were last year. I think they should be really good. And if he improves or if they can design that offense around his strengths, like throwing over the middle of the field and stuff that he's relatively good at, I think that they can do some stuff. So I like this Eagles team. I think they should go to the playoffs again with this roster right now. 
And I am not ready to trust that Cowboys defense to be as opportunistic as it was last year to really push them. I am buying the hell out of the Eagles. I love that secondary. James Bradbury, Darius Slay, CJ Gardner, Johnson in it for a song. Absolutely love that secondary. Then they got Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean. Like they've got some juice. Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. I mean, they, they, the, the defensive line is a little bit shaky. Don't get me wrong, but like that defense has some dudes on it and a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that are going to carry themselves with aggressiveness. And I, I absolutely love, love, love the way that the Eagles have built their team this offseason. Kissed, go birds, baby. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm buying it too. I'm, and I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit and they've given, um, you know, they've given Jalen Hurts everything that he could possibly need to succeed. And I, you know, if he does, like if, if, they, if they pull this off, this this could get ugly quick for the rest of the NFC East, too. Because, you know, if Jalen if Jalen Hurts plays well this year, you've got a cost-controlled quarterback. You've got cap space because your quarterback's cheap. You don't have to go out and try to find somebody else. And you've got a lot of talent surrounding it. And I, I, love, I love the weapons. The offensive line, I think, is still good. Um, and yeah, like you said, there's some dudes up front. Like there's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot to like, there's a lot of layers to like to this football team. I'm a big fan. I have a take though. I'm scared now, but okay. I'm buying, I'm buying the Eagles to win the NFC East. I'm picking them to lose to the lions in week one. I'm buying it. I just I have you been I, watching that much hard knocks? I I'm I think I just I think I think the Lions are gonna sneak up on a couple people and like they played a lot of games close last year. I genuinely think like th- that they're just gonna they're gonna sneak a win in. Uh you'll never sneak- see me betting on Jared Goff. Never. Uh never. Well, I might have to week one to put my money where my mouth is. Uh or one of my free bets where my mouth is. NFC North, speaking of them, who's winning the NFC North? So this is where I'm so torn. I'm ready to buy in on Dan Campbell. I would do anything for that man. I just watch him through a computer. I just watch highlights of hard knocks through a computer screen and I'm ready to do whatever he would ask of me. So like, I think year two, there is going to be a lot of buy-in from that team. I think they're going to play hard. They're going to give it everything. And I actually think he's a pretty good football coach to go along with all the motivational stuff. So I really, really like the lions. The thing is Jared Goff is their quarterback. And like, I just can't, I can't with Jared Goff. So they're not finishing last. They're clearly better than the Chicago Bears. Sorry, Ryan Poles. Um, so it's the Bears. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Poles knows. Oh, he knows. You know He's what? Well you know aware. what? I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I said I'll never bet on Jared Goff, but I, this is more just betting on Dan Campbell. I'm going Vikings in third. And then the Detroit Lions. Let's go. And then the Packers, and the Packers squeak it out because they play in the easiest division somehow. They get to play in this garbage division while the Chiefs play against Justin Herbert, I mean Carr, and then Russell Wilson. The Packers are over here hanging out in this garbage division still somehow. Unbelievable. Did did Justin Jefferson get hurt? Like, I feel like he's going to will that team to second. Who's getting him the ball? Well, the same dude that gets him the ball all the time. And somehow we stand there and look at it. And it's like, he did that with that guy? Like, I, yeah, it's <laughs> no, I, that's what it is. It's the Packers. We don't need to belabor the point. They're the best team in this division. And they're going to rack up a whole bunch of yards and wins. And people are going to talk about Aaron Rodgers as an MVP again. And he's not going to win because Patrick Mahomes is going to. That's uh, that is correct. NFC South, Matthew, 
Oh, the in so okay. This division every year is very hard to predict. Like every single year now, the Buccaneers have kind of taken a stranglehold on it. And without Drew Brees, it gets dicey. The Saints defense, uh, that's been a strength for so long. They've built this defense, has been like what's made them what they are. So I want to buy into the Saints defense in terms of winning the division. I I think Jameis Winston is sneakily able to play really good football any given week and beat anybody in the league. He's also capable of losing any game every single week. <laughs> like I'm tossing back and forth. Like, do I trust the Saints? Do I not? And I can't. Uh, Bucks win. Saints second. Uh, Falcons third. Panthers get God get Matt Rule out of the NFL faster than than Jared Goff. Get him out before Jared Goff. That's that's where I come down on Matt Rule. I mean, I, yeah, the 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 Bucks are winning this. The Falcons are going to be the last place like uh, the, the the talent on that team is not on the, you think the falcons are finishing below I, the panthers i I'll, do oh boy this, you seen desmond is, marcus mariota is the quarterback for the falcons. No, i don't care what he? we think about baker is mayfield he? marcus mariota is desmond the, ritter though i like desmond ritter desmond <laughs> Tucker, ritter Tucker, is not going to get to play until later in the season. Like it's Tucker's no, opinion man. doesn't count. He's busy no, watching care. Luther Burden run Tucker, the ball because they can't jumped, throw it to him. Tucker just jumped into the uh the chat for the show, the private chat for the show with this just beaut. He calls it. He calls him Desmond Mitter. He's right. <laughs> Bucks win it yet again. We can all belabor. Yeah, you know, we can all sit there and talk about how you know that offensive line is hurting. Tom Brady is maybe falling down a little bit. Julio Jones is old. All that doesn't matter. They're, they're still the best team in the division. The Saints are in last place in this division. Not with Jameis. Panthers. Y'all think Matt Rule isn't finishing Panthers last third. Division. Matt, Panthers Matt third. Rule I'm not. Hey, lap. Matt Rule is going to go take the Nebraska job uh, here in, a, in November there too. In a few months. Uh, I yeah, I don't like this division very much, but yeah, the, the Buccaneers win it. Uh, NFC West should be fun again, as it always is. Uh, one team has clearly separated themselves from the rest of them in a bad way, though. <laughs> hmm. Seahawks in last. Sorry, uh, Missouri <laughs> fans. <laughs> Drew Locke it should lose the starting job. I don't know what they're starting. I don't know who's starting. It should be Geno Smith. He's better. Um, but still, Seahawks in last. 49ers in third. I am not ready to trust Trey Lance. I think the offense under Kyle is really good. I think that defense is going to be exceptional. I think Trey Lance is in for a season full of mistakes as he improves. So we'll see where it goes in year two of him starting. The Cardinals, I guess, after starting, you know, relatively hot from weeks two to 10, will keep their second place in the division. And then uh, obviously the Rams are going to win this one unless like everybody gets hurt. I think the Cardinals are going to struggle through the beginning of the season. And it'll be because of injuries. That's how they typically rack up a whole bunch of, you know, big early wins here. I mean, they're going to be missing some dudes. They got Isaiah Simmons playing the mic, and he hadn't played a ton of it. Like he's calling the defense. So I think there's going to be a bunch of communication issues. I think that they're going to struggle to open the season. And without that little buffer there, I think Cliff is going to struggle towards the end of the year, like he always does. So I'm picking them third, you know, ahead of the ahead of the Seahawks. I'm a little higher on Trey Lance. I, I I'm very curious to see how he and Shanahan. Oh, but we hate Desmond Ritter. <laughs> Listen, I know I just got more faith in Kyle Shanahan. How about that? <laughs> no, he, I I feel like that that marriage is going to go well, and I, I I think that they're going to be a good football team again. Once again, going to have a good defensive line. Fred Warner's there, like they're they're going to have a good enough defense to hang with it. But it's it's the Rams, like the star power over there. They're going to be able to just beat up on teams just by simply having better dudes 
you know, and that's how they won last year. It's how they're going to win this year. I, and you know, they're going to be a freight train all year long. Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners, Rams, Rams winning the division for sure. Uh, all right. Give me your three playoff teams in the NFC, Matthew. The NFC is really bad guys. Um, <laughs> the saints make it. Um, the Cowboys make it. And the Cardinals, I guess. Oof. I don't know. The NFC stinks. It it's it's top heavy. It is. But is it? It's, it's not even top heavy. It's I, just bad. Know, I think they have three of the, you know, some of the Alan really, Lazard really is the wide receiver one for their best team. Like, what are we doing? No, he's not. No, he's not. Aaron Jones is. Um <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Cowboys, Vikings, 49ers for my three teams that are coming out. Vikings, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Big uh, Cousins guy. I'm going to go Niners. I'm going to go Cardinals. I'm going to go Detroit Lions. Last, last wild card team in. Have you looked at their schedule? It's, <laughs> it's Jared. Goff uh, has been to the playoffs before, and if I you're buying the Dan Campbell for hype, taking the Jaguars, yeah, and yet, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm turning it on you. I'm going. Who would you rather play football for? No, this I, Doug Peterson or Dan Campbell? Oh man, I, Dan Campbell. Oof, I'm I, I I'm afraid I might not guys. make it, but yeah. I know, I know. This that's is, what I'm saying. This is a really good, good question. This is the Sophie's choice. This is like, I, I don't clearly make Doug it. Peterson has a success. He has the resume to back him up. He's been you know Super Bowl. He's he's done it, and he's a cool guy. And he's a cool guy. I like Doug Peterson, but Dan Campbell, man, like I don't know. We can sit there and we can just drink coffee until our eyes explode <laughs> and have a blast. You know what? The fact that he always has coffee on him is very appealing to me. Extremely has, appealing. He always has coffee, and he always has a Metallica quote ready. He's, uh, he's, he's like just a peak male. Uh, give me your Super Bowl, uh, a peer, a peerer. Who's making the Super Bowl out of the NFC? Can I again reiterate the NFC is really bad. (laughs) (laughs) The NFC is bad. The Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers go back to the Super Bowl Ooh. for a rematch with the Kansas City Chiefs. I would love that, but it's going to be the Rams. <laughs> it's going to be Rams versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and everybody's going to love it. And that's the that's the game that should have happened twice now in the Super Bowl over the past five years. So everybody finally gets it. The Bucks are uh, plus three thirty to make the Super Bowl. They're not making it. Tom is I pick Tom's the lions, head, you coward. Tom's head. Tom's head's not in. Tom's head's not in Tampa right now. It's partially well, yeah, it's in, in Miami. The it's it's partially in Miami. It's partially by. It's partially in a costume on Fox. Uh, give me the Rams. Give me the Chiefs. Y'all know who I'm picking. Now, that, see, <laughs> listen, hang on. I love that we both that we all got done with the NFC, and not a single one of us even put the Packers in the NFC title game. No, they're losing to the Niners. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm, I'm going to be. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they always do. Uh, that's right. You could actually put that one into stone. Like, hold on, I have to. Re- I have to change. I don't even have the 49ers in the playoffs, but the Packers are <laughs> still losing to them. <laughs> <laughs> they're still losing to them. Um, 
I I don't have faith in an Alan Lazard led wide receiver group. I just can't. I can't like I can't do that. And you know I don't trust Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Like it's sad to say, but I just don't. I don't trust him in the playoffs. And they have again Alan Lazard is their wide receiver one. Like I can't see. I can I, just see a path with that division that they're the number one seed again. The division and does still stink. not making the NFC title game. In yep. Conference. I yeah I, I I wouldn't be stunned to see them as the one seed honestly if you ask me like they're, they're bonus st- question oh no who has the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft oh this is, is a great question team in the NFL oh okay um I think it's between Houston Atlanta and Seattle oh I think Ooh. you I don't agree at all. <laughs> I would remove I, Atlanta I think, entirely from it. I, I think Arthur, Arthur Smith is a good coach. He got that. T- he got the Falcons team last year to seven wins. No, I have a. They don't have a quarterback. That's a good Desmond one. Ritter. <laughs> okay. Um. I. I. I'm not buying the Jets yet. The Jets are in there. The Texans. The Texans are a candidate. Uh. And the, you know what? Screw that. The Chicago. The Chicago Bears. That team oh, is a mess. That team is really bad. It's the now, Bears. The, the one thing they do have going for them, they they play in the NFC, which stinks. So it's not like they have a lot of automatic losses on their schedule. Like, so they might have a chance to sneak one out, but I'm, I'm going with the Bears. Zach Eisen says Atlanta. He's got your back, I mean, Craig. He, he's Appreciate wrong. That, Desmond <laughs> if by week eight, Mariota stinks, they're going to Desmond Reader and they will not finish. And they'll be 0 and 8 at that I point. Think, dude, I think Arthur's so a good coach. They'll finish 8 and 8, 8 and 9, whatever it is anymore. The Lions, the Lions didn't pick first this year, and they had the worst roster in football last year. So, I Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, baby. Dan Cam- exactly. Arthur Smith's a good coach. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, but I like Urban Meyer Smith. is like negative two wins minimum. So that's like- a good point. That's <laughs> fair. That is a good point. Uh, there'll be more good points next week on the KC Laboratory. That's it. For Wait, this who week. wins we'll the Super Bowl? Coward. We all Chiefs. said Chiefs. Chiefs. I didn't pick mine. End it, Tucker. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.